Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's time to wake up with a nice cup of morning roast. Featuring Fillmore's finest, Monte Hill. <laughs> Oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby, what is happening, everybody? We made it to Friday, a payday Friday slash Frisco Friday, and I see all these Bell's Diner driving menus up. Oh, I think the boss man is getting breakfast. That's why I look at Spinoni. He was so happy. He had three pages up at breakfast. Spinoni only get one, one item, one item. Um... We're going to have a fun show. I know we're going to have a fun show because Baldy is going to be live in studio from 8 to 10 a.m. 8 to 10 a.m. We'll take your calls with Baldy. You could ask Baldy anything, anything. I mean, literally anything. And it doesn't have to be football related. Um, oh, yeah, the camera. The camera doesn't like me, man. It always turns away from me. Um, good morning to Shasky, Spadoni, Lubman, everybody getting off the graveyard shift, all the overnight dancers, all the teachers, cops, students, muni drivers, bark conductors, carpenters, union workers, all you union workers, garbage men, uh, everybody out there. Look, we got Warriors of Thunder. We got Seahawks and Niners. It's simple. And then we got a decision with Shohei Otani. Feels like he's going to make a decision today, Shasky. Is there any chance he's going to shock the world to say, I'm signing with the San Francisco Giants? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, it feels very unlikely. But what I would say is that if he does land with the Giants, then, you know, my opinion of Farhan Zaidi in this organization and, and their ability to close would dramatically shift. You would have to, right? Oh, I, I would get, look, I'm trying to be open minded. I want to see it. I want to see because I'm tired of coming to second place. I'm tired of coming to third place with these big time stars and and a lot of people out there. You know, Mike Krukos out there chirping, the Giants will land a star. Well, who is that star? Are they going to land a star? Because they didn't last season. They didn't the year before. They didn't the year before that. And there's a couple stars in this market. And Matt Chapman, I don't consider a star. Shasky. He's not a star. So you know, I I, I don't know. I don't know about that. We'll get the We Ready beat in a second, folks. It is Seahawks week. And you you, had, you said something right before the show, Shasky, um, when it came to Steve Kerr, when it came to Belichick, when it came to Mike Tomlin. Hell, it may even come down to Pete Carroll, too. Maybe you could throw him in that boat. Yeah, you might be able to. But what was that you told me? Well, so, okay, I'm watching Steelers-Patriots last night. And trust me, I wasn't locked in like it was the, you know, the Super Bowl or the, the college football playoffs. Can I admit, I took baby Chaz down to the tree lighting yesterday at Union Square. Oh, that's cool. 
I did not watch one snap of Patriots Steelers. I watched more in season tournament semifinals than I watched well, uh, uh, Patriots Steelers. The Lakers. The Laker game was such a blowout. I just I don't know. anyway. So point being is that I'm watching that game, and I, believe me, I'm I'm watching it casually because I have George Pickens, and I'm looking at Trippett. Why are you looking at him? He played that Laker job. He knows how I feel about the Lakers. Well, they're the going to do something that Michael Jordan's never done: <laughs> win multiple championships that don't matter. <laughs> The don't, don't turn on the mics, man. No, no, no. Nobody wants to hear from you. This is a Warriors flagship station. This is uh, a Warriors flagship station. The matchup everyone go, wanted. Go down to Spectre Sports, dude, with that. Well, don't, don't, Indiana not, not Pacers, today. Halliburton. You could do that on your pregame versus, show. Versus the Lakers. By, by the way, the pregame show set the tone 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. I love it with Spinotti until he starts talking Lakers, and then I turn it off and play music. But don't, no, not on this show, Spinotti. No, 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 no. Guts, gutsy. It was 100%. gutsy. I mean, what we're seeing from LeBron's amazing. It's Jerry Rice level. Yeah. Like, to be that good, he's, that old. He's, he's, I mean, no, it's, it's, it's he, surreal. That athleticism, I have to say. It's unbelievable. <laughs> he's playing better. I can't believe that he's playing this well. And his three balls come around, too. I know. My, my, my opinion three years ago of he should leave the Cavaliers and come to the Warriors, that opinion could not have been, you know, better. It's aged like fine wine. Uh, but here's what I would say. Is that I'm watching Mike Tomlin, who's a really good coach. Why are, you, why are you looking like? Just keep talking. Just, just, just keep, keep going. Don't, don't worry about my facial expressions. Tomlin's a good coach. Would we all agree? <laughs> Tomlin's a good coach. Is he great? I don't know if he's great anymore, but he's a good coach. You can do a lot worse than Mike Tomlin. I think Belichick's still a good coach. I know things have gone bad. Belichick, the GM, has let down Belichick, the the, the coach. I think that's pretty clear. It's pretty evident. They don't have offense. You know, he, he byproduct of not having his Josh McDaniel's offensive coordinator calling plays when he had him. Mac Jones went to the playoffs. You know, th- their defense is still very good. But it just feels like to me, both organizations, they need to change. It, it, they just need to change. They need to turn the page. And I was thinking of Andy Reid, right? And Andy Reid was wildly successful yep. in Philadelphia. Now, they didn't win the big one, right? And so he's coming off a 4-12 and season. The time was right for Jeffrey Luria to, to move off of. Jeffrey Lurie. Lurie, excuse me, to move off. Andy Reid. And Andy Reid then goes to Kansas City. He right. gets new life. Think about all the times when you're in your own life and you're in a rut. Maybe getting to a new job site or getting a new job or or having a new partner in, in whatever it is. It kind of reinvigorates you. No, it does. It right? does. And, I, and I'm, looking, I'm looking at Tomlin and I'm looking at, at Andy Reid, what he's doing right now. I'm looking at Belichick and I'm saying, and I'm just wondering out loud. Do the Niners kind of need a, uh, the Niners? Do the Warriors, the Warriors. kind of need a little jolt? Well, do the Warriors kind of need a little like a little newness? Bruce Bochy took a little time off, and look, we can argue till we're blue in the face about how it went down. But clearly, he needed the jolt to reset himself. He goes to Texas, new landscape. He feels rejuvenated. Steve Kerr's a great coach. He's an old timer. All right. I don't think he's done the greatest job this year. I also don't think he's, you know, some awful coach who forgot how to coach. I just think that maybe the Warriors situation, Steve Kerr, maybe, and I wonder, maybe it's just come to the end and both parties need a change of pace. Maybe. I mean, he is a free agent after the season. He doesn't have a contract. He doesn't have a contract extension. So it does feel inevitable. If he doesn't, he doesn't have the contract now and if they struggle and if they scuffle, what would Joe Lacob do? 
Um, well, like, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know, but, but, but like, they just won a championship two years ago, but, but there is, but here's the problem, which is why it sounds absurd. No, 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 it doesn't sound absurd because of this reason. Why? The Warriors have made it a point to bring these youngsters in and integrate them with the veterans. Now you look at the Houston Rockets, for example, they've got all these youngsters, right? Jalen Green, they've got Jabari Smith Jr. They got Shangoon. They got a lot of youngsters on that team. What they did was sign veterans and it made it easier for the youngsters to listen to those veterans that they brought in, like okay. Fred Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks. Now they're nine and nine. It's not like they're go lighting the world on fire, but they have they are eight and one at home. They're better they're than playing, what they were and they are playing better. Yeah, I the Minnesota agree. Timberwolves. You look at what they did. They had Carl Anthony Towns. They had Anthony Edwards. They trade for Mike Conley Jr. Now I don't think Mike Conley Jr. is the greatest point guard in the world. Hell, sometimes I think he's overrated, but he's a veteran's presence, right? He's a veteran presence who can calm the waters, and he knows how to be a pro a as well. As well as Rudy Gobert. You make the trade yes. for Rudy Gobert. Yes. You bring in slow-mo Kyle Anderson, who came from the San Antonio system, played in Memphis for a couple years, had some playoff experience. Now he goes to Minnesota. So you help those youngsters in Anthony Edwards or Carl Anthony Towns, and you help bring them up. It's hard, and I get Steve Kerr's job. And where I'm going here is these youngsters got traded into this system with the Warriors, and you had to fit in with the core three, Clay, Steph, mm. Draymond. That's tough to do for a youngster, to play the way that they've played for so many years. And I think Steve Kerr's had a tr – he's, he said this, too. It's like, you know, it's not like – you know, it feels like we got to coach these guys up in the league and you got all this stuff going on, and it's tough because you don't get the practice time that you used to get. It's been tough for Steve to integrate the youngsters with the veterans. And that problem right there has kind of held the Warriors back the last two seasons. We discussed it all last year, the youth movement, the two-timeline thing, or whatever it was. And then this year, you look at the way the conversations have gone. Moody, Kaminga, Pajewski, they need more minutes, they need more minutes, they need more minutes. Is Steve Kerr going to come off of that? Is he going to relent on that? Um, and he's going to back up on it. Is he going to make the lineup changes? I don't know. Maybe Steve can't do it. So... In that sense, maybe there you do need a coach who doesn't have that connection to the core, who needs to break it up. Now, it may be a different system. You may play more pick-and-roll basketball. I don't know. But it this may be an inflection point for the Golden State Warriors where, you know what? You may have to move on. Think about Phil Jackson of the Bulls. He That's, moved on. Yes. You know, he moved on from the Lakers. Papa stayed in San Larry Antonio. Larry Brown is like, a guy that moved around a lot. He moved around a lot. Now, you know, he wasn't. No, I'm just Always using him as a reference point. No, I, I hear what you're saying. Parcells moved yes, around a lot. Parcells did you know, move on. Pete Carroll, remember him? He had a couple jobs yeah. before. Don Shula. You know, Don Shula moved from the Baltimore Colts to the Miami Dolphins. But yeah. even the Dolphins fans, I guarantee they would tell you, after not winning the Super Bowl since the 70s, it's like, okay, Shula did reinvent himself and made the offense Taylor. Taylor made the offense for Dan Marino, but you never had a running game. You never mm -hmm. had a defense. You never really was truly a Super Bowl contender, although you went to a couple more AFC Championship games. You know, the Parcells things is interesting. Jimmy Johnson after Dallas just didn't work out. Pete Carroll, we're going to see Pete Carroll on Sunday. He gets fired by the Jets, gets fired by the Patriots, goes back to USC and has to reinvent himself, and then go to Seattle. And at some point, we thought, boy, maybe it's wearing thin in Seattle. George Seifert, you know, the – and with the Niners went on to Carolina and won a division. You know, I, the, look at. I guess where I'm going with this is that I've been in work settings. You're talking about the young players, right? I've been in work settings where I was the new guy, and it felt like there was a fraternity and almost. Again, it, it's not a like for like comp, but almost like there were guys on scholarship or gals on scholarship who I didn't even think were still performing at a high level. But because of the 10 years, 15 years of equity that they had built up 
with management, with the company, it was going to be very difficult yep. for me to jump over them on the pecking order, mm -hmm. you know? And I felt like no matter what I did, it was never good enough yep. to be seen in a different light. I, I know you've referenced this at times. Like, you know, it was going to be very difficult for you over at the other place to not be looked right. as just a board op, as yep. a technical producer. Yep. It was very difficult for them well, to view you as someone who could be in front of the microphone as opposed to behind it. And, and I tell you what, it wasn't easy coming over here when I first started. Why is that? Because I wanted to prove like, hey, man, I'm worthy of this spot. And, you know, there are probably people here who thought, boy, I've been working my butt off at the station and this guy gets a slot out of nowhere with yes. no experience yes. and all of a sudden because of one guy this and he gets to go to all the Warrior games. So I trust me, I get it. I get so it. So I'm putting it, myself in Kaminga and Moody's shoes like, like, right. like, like. That's like, what I'm saying here. I think it's, it's really hard. No, that's what I'm saying. It's easier for a team and youngsters like yeah, Houston, good point. like Minnesota to where, okay, we got some veterans coming in to help us take the next level as opposed to getting drafted into a situation where, you know what, you're not going to have time to be just a normal rookie. You're not going to have time to play through your through your flaws. You're not going to have time to play through the mistakes. you got to help us with a championship but, but right away. And that's tough for youngsters like Moody and Kaminga. No, no it's, it's really difficult. And then like when anything goes wrong, it's your fault. Right, like you're not helping enough for us to so, to maintain our, our our longevity and our success. You know, the 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 frustrating thing when you're like the low man on the totem pole. Um, when you look up and you you believe in your heart, you're better than someone, or you believe in your heart that you just need more opportunities, and you're not getting that, and then they defiantly feel like you're taking someone's job. You know what I mean? Like I, we, we felt that in this industry, like in a, in a weird indirect way. And it, it's very dog eat dog. And I can understand all sides of this. It's just, to me, I just feel like the warriors are in a very difficult spot right now. I think the coach is in a difficult spot. And I just wonder out loud if they don't need just some newness. Yeah. I mean, the motion offense, right? And you look at the motion offense with this team, you're a lot older, you're a lot slower. So how effective is the motion offense? If you don't have guys who can move, Clay Thompson can't move the way he moved even two years ago. Well, does the personnel get so, If you so, were, if so you were you sitting this, down doing film study, what, what when you look at the personnel top to bottom, what, what would well, that's what I'm saying. What would best highlight this? Team? Well, that's what I'm saying. And when you're running an emotion offense, you haven't adjusted from that with this personnel because they're older and slower, and they can't move like that. So, is there a reluctance to move off of the system? Can you tweak it a bit? You know, I know so they run the split action. Well, I just think you got to fit your personnel. If Clay needs to play more pick and roll or just be in a corner by himself mm -hmm. to stand alone, then do that um, because he's going to take a defender with him no matter what. Mm -hmm. Clay will take a defender, and the defender's not going to leave Clay Thompson wide open. I mean, if, if he does, that player's going to get benched. However, um, Steve Kerr hasn't adjusted that system. He hasn't adjusted to his personnel, even last year. And I don't know if Wiseman's any good. But Jordan Poole and Wiseman, it felt like whenever they ran pick and roll together, it was productive. Whether Poole got to the free throw line and whether James Wiseman could pick and pop. Now, I know they wanted James Wiseman to be more of a screener, play the Warriors way as a big mm -hmm. man. It just wasn't built like that. No. Now, again, James Wiseman may not be any good whatsoever, but I would have at least tried more pick and pop, pick and roll with those guys. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Not just running the motion offense because that offense is tailor-made towards Steph Curry. Not everybody's Stephen Curry. No. We know that. He's one of one. So even with Jonathan Kaminga playing in the dunker spot, playing more pick and roll with him to where he could go downhill and attack the basket, the motion offense works for certain personnel, but I think you got to tweak that. So if Steve Kerr's not going to tweak that and he's not going to integrate the youngsters here, and Joe Lincoln, I know he wants that, 
Maybe you do have to move on, and maybe that's why Steve Kerr doesn't have his contract extension. Well, but here's where I think it gets really tricky. Because the number one, like what I would say to someone like, you got to fire Kerr, and I'm not even saying fire, but like both parties just need to change. Not, I'm, I'm just asking. I'm wondering out loud if both parties need to change. Well, they might. But, but this, they is might. What, this is what uh, it's, it's why Steve Kerr doesn't have an extension. But, Don't you think that Steve Kerr has to coach his ass off this year to make Joe Lacob say, you know what? I don't know if I want to commit. Ponte, life is about what have you done for me lately. I don't care if it's the coaching in the NBA or working in sales. You're always judged off what you did last month, off what you did last year. You know, case growth year to year to date or year over year. I always hear this though, and and it's a fair rebuttal. Well, who are you going to get? Well, who's better? I look at the Eagles right now. Andy Reid, we all agree, all time guy, right? Is Andy Reid an all time guy? I think the Eagles have a very well-run organization. They found Doug Peterson, and they won a Super Bowl with him. Well, they found Chip Kelly, and Chip Kelly was good until his ego took over. Okay, so, okay, there you go. They found three good cousins. <laughs> it, was, it was Chip Kelly after Andy yeah, Reid, and then Doug Peterson. So Doug, But Doug P won a Super Bowl, right? Like they, they rebounded, won a Super Bowl, and then Sirianni went back to a Super Bowl. So they've had multiple successes since moving off Andy, and Andy himself has had wild success with the Chiefs. I think both parties, the mutual parting kind of worked out for both. There's a lot of those examples. Would you agree? There's a lot of those examples. You just look at the Patriots and Bill Parcells. He moves on to the Jets. Belichick goes with them. They hire Pete Carroll. They fire Pete Carroll after two years. Two, was it? Three years, two years. And then they go back to Belichick. And they they have this model of success. This model of success. You see it from teams all the time. You can't be afraid to make the tough move. You cannot be afraid to do that. I mean, the Niners made the Bill Walsh step down. They go to George Seifert. Boom, they're still humming. They're still competing for Super Bowls. Even Mooch, for crying out loud, was humming for a second here. So, look, I, I don't know what's going to happen to Steve Kerr. He doesn't have the contract extension, so you have to wonder what's next. Um, who's the next coach? Who it is? Look, I, I don't know. I don't even want to throw names out there. I, I think that's a little unfair. But what if Steve Kerr's just tired? What if he's just tired and wants to move on? I don't know. I don't know. What do you think an outside person would, would like? If you brought in someone from the outside and said, "Evaluate my team right now, the whole thing, like uh, the personnel, rotations, uh, lineups, the the offense, the defense," what do you think an outside person would say? Well, a lot of outside people talk. And they still believe the Warriors are a top five team in the Western Conference. The outside people I talk to, and okay. I'm trying to figure no, that out. I, I like and I try to, and I try to figure it out because I'm a, I'm looking at this roster every single day, and I. And I look at Minnesota, and I look at OKC, and I look at the Lakers, and I look at the Kings for that. Even Yeah, I know I make a lot of jokes, crack a lot of jokes about the Kings, but then you look at the Suns, and you look at this Western Conference, even the Clippers, even though I don't like their mix, I still think, damn, the Warriors are going to have to play their ass off just to get a win. So you don't think the personnel compared to those other teams is I, I just good. think we're a little too slow, a little mm. too le- It's going to be a problem. You cannot be... You cannot be slow and small in the NBA. Something's got to give. Yeah, I, I would agree. You, with that. It, it's one thing to be small and athletic, and even even then when they were, when they had Kevin Durant, Andre Iguodala, they weren't necessarily small, right? Weren't necessarily small when they had them. If you brought in, an, uh, you know, hypothetically, you know, into a setting like we see this all the time in radio, a new guy comes in and he wants to shake things up, change lineups, and he doesn't care about what the, you know, the connection to the fans or the audience or whatever. If you brought in, like hypothetically, you had a new person calling shots as the head coach, well, and all the personnel was the same, what would it look like? I don't know what it looked like. I don't know what it looked like. I don't know. 
I think obviously you wouldn't be running motion offense. I, you I, wouldn't be helping on the motion offense, but I, maybe I, that new person's coming in. Yeah. Maybe that new person's coming in saying, I need to tweak this. Maybe I don't want Draymond Green handling the ball so much. Maybe I don't want other guys touching the ball. Maybe I want Steph Curry playing pure point guard. I don't know what it'll look like. Hmm. But this team needs I to play faster. And Steph I think part. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I like, like, like what if he's not playing off the ball? Now Steph loves playing off the ball. Um he can play on the ball, off the ball. That's what makes him so unique. But I don't know what that new coach would do to this roster. But there's going to be a lot of decisions. Look, Clay t- contract's coming up. His contract is expiring. Steve Kerr's contract is expiring. you got to figure out what to do with Andrew Wiggins. What is he going to be part of the future or not? Where's Andrew Wiggins at? Because that four-year contract started today. And I'm kind of with Steiny and what he said yesterday. My biggest issue is with Andrew Wiggins right now than it is Clay Thompson. When the hell is Andrew Wiggins going to show up? 13 points a game? Like, that's not good. That's not good. So I do want to play this clip from Stephen Curry and Steve Curry yesterday when he joined Willard and Dibs about some of these changes here. But I don't know. And it's different situations, right? Belichick, it feels like, had the lifetime contract in New, in New England. It feels like Mike Tomlin had the lifetime contract in Pittsburgh. But Mike Tomlin has been there for a very, very long time. And they've been mediocre for a very long time. Like, I get it. Oh, he's never finished worse than 8-8. Okay, great. You're mediocre. I've long thought that Pittsburgh should have moved on from Mike Tomlin. It doesn't work anymore. It's it's done. Your offense is redundant. You have an offense from the 1980s. You can't pick up fourth and twos. Your Friday offense coordinator still doesn't work. But Steve Kerr did just come off a championship from two years ago. He is coaching Team USA. But I don't know, man. I, I, I just don't know. Let's continue this conversation because I think it's fascinating. And I think this next month for the Warriors is going to be fascinating because he says there needs to be tweaks. Well, will there be tweaks with this lineup? And the tweak says, how are you going to deal with the youngsters? Which hasn't been a good deal for the Warriors. All right, more coming up here. It is a Football Friday brought to you by First 5 California to learn four things you can do to overcome toxic stress. Go to first5california.com. More coming up here on the Morning Ross on 95.7 A Game. Thank you, Bonte. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 